Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. Hey guys, welcome to our show. My name is Shanice. And I'm Destiny. And you are listening to Two Gens, One Pod. Um, So yeah, like I said, my name is Shanice, and I'm here with my younger sister, who is actually 10 years younger than me, so that makes us born in two different generations. I'm a millennial. And I'm a Gen Z. Er. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) I guess what this podcast is really going to be about is the differences of growing up in two different generations, but still being sisters, and we're going to talk about our lives, pop culture, just whatever we feel like talking about. This is just going to be something fun, and we just really hope you guys like it and listen and tell your friends, tell your family. Um, So we're very excited to be here. We have a lot of ideas and what we're going to talk about, and we hope that we're entertaining to you guys. Um, But we wanted to start off our first show with a game that I found. I guess not even really a game. I'm sure everyone's seen it on Facebook and everything, but it's like things that millennials remember that Gen Zs will have either no idea what they are or don't know how to use them. And so, you ready, Destiny? Yes. I'm a little nervous. You should be. I think you're going to do good at this because... You grew up with two siblings that do know what these things are. And also, one thing about our family, I feel like we are very slow on the times when it comes to technology. Like, I feel like we had dial-up internet for way longer than we should have. But I don't even know what that is. (laughs) I don't know what dial-up internet is. You don't know the difference between. So, uh, okay. (laughs) Maybe maybe you won't do as good as I think you will. But okay, so here we go. Let me go to, um, I have a few websites pulled up because I was like, 
there's some cool things, some things I'm going to be like, oh, this is going to bring back memories for me, and you're probably going to have no idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let me move sex. Okay, so I'm going to try to show you this. Do you know what this is and what it's for? Is it a CD? Is it for CDs? <laughs> Okay, so for those who are listening, which is everybody, <laughs> um, I just showed her a disc that is usually associated on like things that you click on to save things. And she has a note, so you don't know what it is. No, wait, what do you mean you save things? <laughs> so I just showed her. It looks her- like a paper, it looks like a thing you put something in. <laughs> no. <laughs> So this is a floppy disk. Um, what? <laughs> um, if you go to like, let's say, like you go to like, um, you've seen it before, like this icon right here. Like when mm-hmm. you go, and I just pulled up Excel and showed her like the save icon. That's what that is. It's a floppy disk. Oh, that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a floppy disk. So before USBs or you know hard drives, if you needed to save a file, you had to save it on a floppy disk. And that's what this is. And, like, it didn't hold a lot of <laughs> memory. But how do you... I'm so So, there used to... On the computer, like... It was know, a big slot on the computer? Yeah, so where, oh. like, instead of a CD-ROM slot, it was a floppy disk slot. And okay. a lot of... Like, for a while, when they did get CD-ROMs, you had two. So, you had a CD-ROM, and then you had your floppy disk. Floppy disk did not save a lot of memory, like, at all. <laughs> like, you you didn't need, you could not put, like, large files on this thing. But, yeah, that's what, that's where that little save icon comes from. It's a floppy disk. I have I never knew that. <laughs> I, I don't know what I thought that was. <laughs> you just thought it was a save icon. <laughs> this is a tweet. It says, on this day 15 years ago, my mom picked up the phone and interrupted a file on 96% I've been downloading from Napster for 17 hours. Do you understand what this reference means? Okay, I knew, I know, like, internet used to be slow, right? Mm -hmm. And it took a long time to download stuff. But is Napster a thing? I don't know what that is. Okay, so do you know what LimeWire is? No. Okay, so Napster, Napster, (laughs) Napster was actually a little bit before my time, too. Like, I wasn't old enough to really use Napster. But Napster used to be a, like, Spotify Mm-hmm. But, like, you didn't have to pay for it. So, like, you could download music for free. And it would, I mean, yeah, like you said, internet was really slow. It had dial-up. So, like, times to download one song, it would take, like, a whole day. Wait, picked up the phone. How does that relate? <laughs> and that goes back to dial-up internet, which I'm going to get back to, too. So, yeah, like, there's a thing about dial-up internet when it comes to picking up the phone, which I'm going to get back to in a little bit because I have a sound clip that I'm going to play for you. But, yeah, so that's what Napster was. In my time, we had Lime. So, eventually, Napster went away because artists got, like, mad that they were, like, giving away their music for free. Mm-hmm. So, they went away. But there was another website called LimeWire, which was illegal downloads of music. And that's how I used to get my music when I was younger. I used to download files to get all this music not knowing if i was putting a virus on our computer or not because it was not safe (laughs) um and it would take hours like it would take for one song it would 
it could take up to an hour to download one song. So, like, if it was, like, downloading a whole bunch, it was just, I, that's what I would do. I would click a bunch of songs that I would download, and I would just download them all at the same time, and then I would walk away. And then later on, the next day, I would come in, hopefully all the songs, if they didn't fail, would be downloaded. <laughs> and that's how we used to get music. There was no Spotify. There was no iTunes. I mean, there might have been later on, but not when I, definitely not when I was young, young, but... Yeah, yeah, so if you ever wanted to get music, you actually had to go out and purchase a CD or a cassette tape. See, whatever. I feel like a lot of this stuff, like, <clears throat> probably, I was born and it was around, but by the time I needed to, like, use it, it was mm-hmm. gone. It yeah. was something else. <laughs> yeah. Because when I used to download music on my little iPod, <laughs> I used this thing. It was, like, YouTube MP3 converter or something Yeah, I like used that. that, too. And that's how I downloaded everything onto my iPod. <laughs> I've used that too. But yeah, and the LimeWire was like, you didn't have to go on YouTube to find the link and then download yeah. it. Like, it was like, you could download all the music straight, straight from, from yeah, it was like an app on your computer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this. I know what that is. You know what that is. Yeah. What is that? Wait. <laughs> it's a qu- corset tape? Cassette tape. Cassette tape. <laughs> AKA, this is the thing that... You used to listen to music to before even CDs. Yeah, I um, think I've seen that like in real life before. Back in my day, <laughs> we would take cassette tapes and put them in this the, our tape players, and I used to record like the radio. Like I would play the radio <laughs> and I would record, and that was like my way of getting free music, even though I had to listen to the, like commercials and the, and the DJs and stuff. Um. Do you know what this thing is? Yes. That's how you roll up the window. Yes. Okay. So I just showed her. Some cars, dad, I think dad's car still Okay. So I showed her uh, the little knob thingy that you used to roll up your window before automatic windows. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, these still exist, but. I used to use that. I remember one time on a field trip, mom gave me one of those. And we're looking at a um, disposable camera. Um, back in the days where you used to have to wait a day or two before you can get your pictures back. Like, you couldn't just see it instantly. Do you know what this is? Like, what it's used for, what it holds? Yeah. Yeah. Does what? it hold CDs? No! <laughs> <laughs> the little thing that you could put CDs in. No. <laughs> okay, it looked kind of too big for that. Um, <laughs> it looks, it's really zoomed in. That's not how big it usually is. It's actually really small. Okay, give me a hint. It has something to do with cameras. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's film. That's a, that's a canister oh! that holds film. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> I just tried to pretend, but I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> yes, that's the container that you would put your film in once it was done. Like, once you used all of it, you would put it in there. And that's what you would take to go get developed. Yeah, I know. Oh, Lordy. I never (laughs) seen that in my life. (laughs) So, I have a question. So, this is a question for you. What time was it where you allowed to talk to your friends for free on your cell phone? Uh, I heard you guys talk about this so many times. (laughs) Like, is it like after eight, after nine? It was like late, right? Yeah, so it was after nine. You were allowed to talk to your friends for free. Um, T-Mobile back in the day, they used to let you talk to, if they were other T-Mobile, like had, if they had Mm -hmm. T-Mobile, then you could talk to them for free anytime. 
<laughs> do you That's remember so the time stupid. where we used to have minutes for phones? Like even for yeah, for talking to people. No, but <laughs> I know what minutes are, but just because I hear people talk about mm-hmm. it, but I don't specifically remember like, oh, I can't use all my minutes, but I know what they are. <laughs> yeah, like there were like you had to, <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, people used to be mindful of how much they talked on the phone because they only paid for a certain amount of minutes a month right. to talk on the phone. Same with text messaging. There used to be a limit for text messaging and you used to have to pay like, like at the beginning, the beginning of text messaging, you had to pay five cents for every time you text somebody. So, okay. If you didn't have unlimited or didn't buy like a package of text messaging. I remember when mom got myself my, a phone for the first time and I wanted to send a text so bad. And I was, and I had to ask permission to send a text because it, was it costs awesome. money. <laughs> okay. So like emergency, like if you had to call 911, that costs minutes too? I'm or not sure if, I'm not sure if that costed minutes. That's, that might've been free, but I never had to call 911. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I remember, and then when mom decided to go ahead and buy me texts, like, she paid, like, $10 for, like, a thousand text messages a month or something like that. Oh I was, like, big, I was, like, okay, okay, and then I used to go over it every month, because that was, like, the way, I mean, still to this day, like, that's how we communicate, but, like, imagine, like, how it you communicate out, yeah. with people, and then be limited, like, then you would have to, like, either not talk to them or wait till the next day, or call them. Oh, my God. And so then when she got unlimited text messaging, oh, my God, I thought we were balling. I was like, this is it. I don't have to worry about it. I can text my friends all day, all night, over and over again. Um, okay, so. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's you, crazy. I cannot see, like, paying for a text message. Yeah, it was like five cents. I remember because I remember the first time I got a cell phone and I was in middle school. So I was like in seventh grade. I was in seventh grade. And I got, like, the little block Nokia phone, and it was black and white. It wasn't colored. It had, like, you know, the game Snake on it. Like, that's what it, that, that's the phone I had. And I remember the first night I got it, I remember for some reason being at Isaiah's elementary school, which Isaiah is our little bro- my little brother. He's, the, he's in the middle between us. Um, I remember going to his elementary school, and, like, we were doing something. I don't know if it was, like, he had a program, some type of program going on that night. But I remember having my phone and specifically remembering asking my mom if I could send a text <laughs> because I had just gotten it that day and I was so excited. And I didn't know who I was texting. I don't know if I was because not a lot of my other friends had cell phones. Like that was like mm-hmm. the thing. Like I was like one of the few people, you know, feeling cool that had a cell phone or whatever. And so like it wasn't I don't even know who I was trying to text. I must have been trying to just text my mom or something. I don't know. Texting mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, OK, do you know what T9 is? T9? No. I was going to try to ask, but I don't. And I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> uh, so T9 texting was like predictive texting back when we did. Like, as you know, we had to, in order to text back then, we had just a keypad. Like, we didn't have a full keyboard. Right. So, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like. So like, the number, you know, one yeah. had like a, you know, had num- letters yeah, underneath. The letters, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. In order for you to, like, not have to text each word, like, having to press one a bunch of times to say, like, to get one letter or whatever, Mm -hmm. T9 was, like, developed. It was, like, predictive texting. So, like, I remember remember who taught me how to do it. This was Nikki's friend. Nikki's our stepmom. She had a friend that came over our dad's house, and I was texting, and she was like, do you know how to use T9? I was like, what is that? And so, basically, it was, like... It was predictive texting. So, like, instead of having, like, the word baby, she gave me the example for baby. Instead of having to go 
B and then trying to find A and then do B and then trying to do Y like three times. It was like predictive texting. All you had to do is press it once. So if you turned it on, you would just hit the the letters that would mimic baby and then it would give you options kind of at the bottom. I know bottom. about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do know about that. It would give you options on like, it would give you the one that they think you're trying to say and then it would give you other options and then you just have to go through it and like. Okay, I a- do know about that. I didn't know it was called something. Yeah, it was called that. that and I remember learning that and it was a game changer. I was like, I was texting like a maniac <laughs> and I think that's what like made me text even more was because I learned T9 texting. Yeah, because I think my first phone, um, I had to do the button thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are some tweets that I found. So there's Gen Z. These are things that, like, these aren't necessarily things that you're going to, like, remember, but they're just more, like, things that you will not understand. And then Mm -hmm. that, you know, so these are some tweets that we found. said, Gen Z will never know about printing lyrics from AZ lyrics and bringing them to school. Okay, I don't know about that, but I know you used to sell them. <laughs> you would print out the lyrics and then sell them yes. at school. <laughs> I had a little side hustle in middle school where I would print out the lyrics. And I and I did it at first just because I like to print out lyrics and bring them to school. Like, <laughs> But why? Like, why do I don't know. I just did. And I had like a whole binder full of lyrics. And then one day this girl asked me if she can have my lyrics, one of my lyrics. And I was like, well, it cost me money to print this out so you would have to give me like 25 cent and she gave me 25 cent and the next thing i know people were spreading around <laughs> that i was selling lyrics for 25 cents i mean so, i don't get that like why was i don't know maybe music was just more i mean yeah i mean you don't have to you you could easily find lyrics these days like on your phone without and like learning lyrics Back in the day, it was like, yeah, you either had to study your computer and listen to the song over and over again to learn the lyrics, or you printed them out, and then you can listen to them on your CD in your room <laughs> and learn the lyrics, and so... That's funny. That's it, and I mean, yes, I think that's why we would print out our lyrics and stuff. So, okay, here's another tweet. Shower thought, because of Uber, Gen Z will never know the phrase designated driver. I know the phrase designated driver. Do you know, so you know what DD means? Yeah, it's the person who doesn't drink. Okay. Yeah, I know people that still... Well, I know at my school, because we don't have an Uber. Um, <laughs> someone has to be a designated driver. Right. Back in the day, um, when I was in college, I always was a designated driver, because one, my freshman year, not a lot of freshmen brought col- cars to college, and I was like one of the few that did. Mm-hmm. So in order for us to get to the club, I had to be the one to, to drive. And then, too, I had a boyfriend at the time, so I was like, I don't want to get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'll drive. I was, yeah. So, anyways, I was stunted because of that. Um, That's why my junior er, junior and senior year, when I didn't have a boyfriend, I went buck wild in college. Yeah. At my school, I go to Fort Valley, which is in the middle of nowhere. And I remember one time we tried to call an Uber. They It was like 30 minutes, and they said, we cannot find an Uber for you. <laughs> and so ever since then, we was like, well, one of us just has to be the designated driver. Yeah. Millennials, we really had to take selfies with the phone flipped backwards and not knowing what we looked like until two seconds afterwards. Gen Z will never understand. That's why we are tough. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm trying to think because, like, my first couple of phones mm-hmm. were, like, 
they didn't have like a front facing camera. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember. You probably pictures. weren't taking pictures on them because yeah. you were like too young to really like. And like social media wasn't yeah. really a thing where you're like taking pictures. I mean, I, I can understand that though. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in the day, like, we weren't even really taking pictures. I wasn't really taking pictures of myself on my phone. Like, I, if I was taking pictures, I literally was taking it with a digital camera. Mm-hmm. Like, that, we weren't asking, like, back in the day, like, I used to, for Christmas and things, like, I would want a digital camera because we had to have everything separate. So, I had a, I didn't even have an iPad. I had a Zoom. Yeah, I was one of those people. So, I had a Zoom for music, digital camera for pictures and then a cell phone to text so like there were three different things that you had to carry around on your body instead of one (laughs) um gen z will never understand the days before ig stories when you posted things in feed i just posted i just saw a post of mine from 2012 it was an open Reese's wrapper in a water bottle with the caption breakfast for champions that is so true i remember the other day i had I was looking at, like, video, like, going through my feed, and there was a video that I had just recorded of just, like, me looking in the mirror. Like, I, like it was something, like, things mm-hmm. that you, you would now post in your story. Like, you would not actually post it to your feed. And I was like, oh, my God, this was, like, the days before. A feed was. Well, yeah, before, I mean, stories, before were stories were a thing. Even though stories are still kind stories of a new thing. New. But, like, I don't know. I feel like Snapchat kind of took that over for a while before mm-hmm. the stories. And, like. You just, it, posting stuff like that wasn't what you did on your feed. You would usually post something of you doing that. And so, like, now, like, yeah. thinking of, like, when you would do stuff like that, it's weird. It's cringy. Yes. <laughs> when I had an Instagram, when I first started Instagram, I was, like, seven or, I was young, so I posted everything on my feed. Like, <laughs> I would post my dog, if I had a dog at the time, on my feed. Like, that was just. Everyone did that. Okay, here's going back. Gen Z will never understand the blood, sweat, and tears put into burning our music onto a CD from LimeWire. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I I mean, I had... So, before I had my Zune, I had to... I had to burn CDs. I had to burn CDs, yeah. And so, I had a whole... I mean, I still have them, too. Like, every now and then, I'll pop them in. Even though I have nothing to... Now, like, when in my old car, I had a CD player... And I would pop them every now and then just to listen to the old music. Like, I had a whole bunch of mixtapes. But now I literally have nothing to play those CDs on. Because my laptop doesn't have a CD. It's gone in. Um, My car doesn't have a CD player. Like, only way I think I would be able to play it is if I stuck in a DVD player. (laughs) Um, I don't remember burning CDs. But I do remember, like, your book of CDs. And Mm -hmm. I remember mom having... All those CDs, and we would listen to them on, like, long car mm-hmm. rides. Yeah. yeah. And then when, yeah, so then Zoom came, my Zoom came, and so I list, would put music on there. But still, for a while, I there wasn't, I didn't have anything to play my music into my car. Because my car did not, my car had a CD player, but it didn't have, it didn't have a, so it it, yeah, it didn't have a CD player at first, and I think it had an aux cord later. So at first, I just had a regular cassette player, mm-hmm. and so I had no way of playing music through my car. So that was like one thing. And then I got my CD player, and then I put it in. We installed it, and I was able to play CDs. And even then, I don't think I still had a way to listen to my music that was on my Zoom in my CD player. I think I had to eventually. I think maybe eventually I got some type of adapter that worked, mm-hmm. but. 
that might not have happened until I got my second car when then I had to, I had the, the, the cassette player thing that went in there and then I was attached to like a, a wire a wire <laughs> that you would hook into. I remember Isaiah's car having something like that. Yeah, so that's what I had back then. I just, it's just like, I know about these things, but it just like blows my mind how hard you guys, like how hard everything was. Like now I just get in my car, connect to the Bluetooth. Right. Press my music app and we had to have so it. many gadgets just to. I know, and it's just like my brain <laughs> do doesn't. The most simplest thing. My brain just can't wrap around having to do all that. I feel like at that point I would just be like, forget it. I'm just not gonna listen to music. Like <laughs> this is too much. Okay, so last two and um, two things. These are sounds. I want to know if you recognize or what these sounds mean. Okay. Okay. Here's the first sound. Yeah. That's a busy phone. Mm-mm. It's not. Mm-mm. It's a phone. It's a phone, but it's not a busy tone. So that's a sound that a phone would make when you get ready to dial a number. <laughs> what? So <laughs> on what? Like, like on, on a, a house? Phone? Yeah, like on a house phone. So when you pick up a house phone. Not like the one, not like the cordless phone where you like just dial. Like the one connected to the wall. Yeah, so the one connected to the wall. That's the sound that would play. Yeah, and I don't then, actually <laughs> think I ever <laughs> I dialed a phone. number. No, because usually with a cordless phone, it was kind of like a cell phone. You could dial the number first and then hit. Maybe couldn't. I don't know. It's been a while, but yeah, that's the sound that you would that would play. I don't think I ever dialed a number out of a phone connected to the wall. I feel like grandma had a phone connected to the wall for a long time. <laughs> probably. I mean, that makes sense. It's That's her generation. Okay, so the first sound you probably guys not might have heard very well, but it was the sound that you make, that the phone makes before you get ready to dial the phone. So it was the dial, the dial tone. Okay, here's the second one. I'm going to try to turn my phone up all the way this time. Here we go. It's dialing a phone. What is this? <laughs> okay, but like that sound just brings something in my head. Like it brought back a memory, but I could not tell you what that was from. <laughs> so that is the sound that okay. So this goes back to what you asked me about, like, what do you mean, like, with the phone hanging up and, like, mm-hmm. messing up your download? So back in the day, there was dial-up internet, which you've heard of before. That is the sound. So, like, I think it was AOL. I don't even know what, if there was any other competitors. But AOL, so whenever you clicked on, on tried to get on the internet, that is the sound it would make when you were connecting to the internet. Because the internet was coming from your phone line. So that's why they use your phone line to dial in. That's where the term, the term dial in comes from. They had to use your oh. phone line to dial in to the internet. And because it was on the same phone line, you could not be on the phone and the internet, and the internet at the same time. <laughs> so if anybody picked up the phone, it would kick you off the internet. So that's what they were saying that like you were downloading for 17 hours and then someone picks up the phone and it kicks you off. Over. Like, I don't know if it would over. start over, but it would like it would pause your. It would definitely you stop. Like you couldn't, and so See? that's the sound. So like you would sit there and you would wait, and then AOL would be like, "Welcome 
<laughs> okay, see, that sound sounds so familiar, but... Because you probably heard it in, like, TV or movies yeah, or something. Yeah, that's probably where it's from. Yeah, I'm like, I don't but that's where I it comes from. To... <laughs> I, don't, like... I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, was that a thing when I was alive? Like, when I was born? Pro- I, okay, so my memory might not be great, but I swear, I like I said before, I feel like our family was very late on the times. <laughs> I feel like we had dial-up internet way longer than we should have. Like... <laughs> Destiny was born in 2001. I feel like we still had dial-up internet in 2001. Like, that's from my memory. But that might have just been because dial-up internet sucked and I had so much impatience for it that I just remember it taking over my life a lot longer than it probably did. <laughs> maybe you did have it. But by the time, like like I said, by the time I started using that mm-hmm. stuff, maybe we started yeah. transferring to other And things. then after that, you had DSL, which no longer needed to connect to the phone anymore. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, like a cable line, I think. So you can get it. That's when they, I guess you can start getting it through your like cable provider. But that was pretty slow too. Like I remember at least our, I don't know if it was our internet or our computer, but I just remember be sitting at the computer forever. Like the computer taking forever to do anything. <laughs> and then I don't remember getting Wi-Fi honestly until co- college. No, no, not even college. I, no, I think so. I think the first time so I what u- did we use? I mean, you would use dot. You would use DSL. So like DSL, like the little phone, the little yellow plug or whatever. Oh yeah, that yeah, would, yeah. That would, would go. It would go and directly. Would you put it like under the carpet so you can't see it. Right? Yeah, that would go directly into your computer. And I want to say my freshman year, I don't remember having Wi Fi. Like I remember, like at least not in my dorm. Like I remember having to actually plug my laptop into. The ether cord, <laughs> the ether, the ether cord, yeah. Like, and then if I wanted to go into like a study room, I had to take my ether cord with me and plug it into one of those. <laughs> like, I don't remember getting Wi-Fi until <laughs> maybe my junior year, because I stayed on campus my first two years, so right. maybe I didn't really use it that much. But then when we moved off campus, that's when we, I think, we got a router. I think, but that could still be wrong. That's crazy. I feel like Wi-Fi was more of a thing my junior, senior year, because I do remember, like, where, where my schools that I went to West Georgia and Carrollton, and I had T-Mobile at the time. I still have T-Mobile, but our service out there sucked. And so the only time that I could really use my phone to, like, get online, like, to use the Internet or whatever, to use data, was when I was near wi-fi like at my house or something like that so i want to say it did happen later but i definitely don't remember having it the first two years that's crazy i'm trying and that wasn't that long ago that was only like six seven years ago that's what i'm trying to say like i think there's something wrong with my brain because (laughs) like i don't know if something traumatic happened to me but like there's parts of my life like i just don't remember (laughs) and it's like I don't remember a time without Wi-Fi, but I'm pretty sure there was a time without no. Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. But, like, my brain just doesn't go back that far. <laughs> like, But then at times, like, I remember... <laughs> I think I remember being born. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, my memory's so spot. <laughs> you think you remember being born. Yes, and I had this, this but you memory. can't remember... A time that's with what, that oil. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's like my brain is so spotty about what it can remember. Oh, my God. You're such a weirdo. <laughs> like, like, even thinking about it at school, like, 
I like from my school. I only remember like specific things from a grade. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'm like, where did all my other <laughs> memories go? Like, I don't know if I just said, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, memory, your memory definitely gets worse because like, I can tell you, there's so many times like when you'll tell me a story or mom or even like, so my boyfriend Ricky, um, we actually were in the same elementary class together in fourth grade, and he'll tell me stories about fourth grade. But I'm like, I do not remember that at all. And it would be, like, crazy stories that you would think that, like, you would remember. You would remember. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But he does have bionic memory. Like, he, and he's, like, still friends with a lot of people that we went to elementary school with, too, which I am not. <laughs> yeah. So. And then sometimes, like, I can't tell, like, I say this all the time. I'm like, I don't know if it's a memory or I just dreamed it. Because my dreams are so real. <laughs> That is like that could have really happened in real life, but then I'll tell somebody and they're like, "No, I don't remember that." So then I'm like, "Well, dang, maybe I did just dream that up." <laughs> All right, I'll hear stories so many yeah. times that I'm like, I can remember that, <laughs> but I know I don't remember that. It's just I know the story yeah. so well. I, I mean, I have that. I think everyone has that because there's been times like I remember there was like I have this memory of like watching the Olympics when I was like really really little, but I don't think I actually remember it. I think I just remember watching the because it was recorded on a tape like a v- like a mm-hmm. video recorder i think i just remember watching the video of it and for some reason i think that i remember it but i don't think i actually remember it yes. <laughs> like i remember being in a pageant when i was really really younger but i don't remember if i i don't know if i actually remembered it or if i just remembered the video from it like you know yeah like the pageant i was in i try to think about it all the time the only thing i remember is when I lost and I ran off the stage and I fell on the ground and I was crying. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember about that whole pageant is losing and crying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Something's yeah. wrong. Oh, man. But, I mean, I don't know. Memories are weird. And like I said, I, it's just so crazy. Like some of the, like you said, it, it does seem like we had to try so hard. But it's great. I mean, that's how the world should should evolve is like we realize these problems that we've had how can we make the situation better and yeah. so yeah there was definitely things that like we had a lot of you had to do a lot of extra stuff back in the day just to get one little outcome yeah, yeah that's something like i just can't like my head won't wrap around <laughs> that you had to do all of that just to play your music well yeah yeah it was a lot and then even social media like MySpace was the big thing when I was in high school all the way up until, I guess, my senior years when Facebook really started to become, like, more popular Mm -hmm. within at least people who weren't in college anyways. And MySpace, with MySpace, you, your profile, like, the thing that people actually saw, you had to, like, customize it yourself. So there was, like... You had to take, like, these UTM, URL, whatever. Like, basically, you were doing, like, beginner's coding. I'm so <laughs> In order for you to get the background color you wanted. Because you got to... I mean, there was websites that would show you, like, hey, like, the, you want this background? It's a purple background with purple clouds and a Care Bear in the back. Like, it would be, like, they'll show you. and then you, But you had to copy those, the code from that and then put it into MySpace in order for it to show up on your profile. And then, yeah. And then not to mention you had to, your top eight. It was a big thing back then. Like, if you weren't... If someone was left out of your top eight or if you were left out of somebody's top eight... That's you like your friends? Yeah. So it was like... I mean, you had all your friends, but you got to choose 
eight people from your friend group that would be on your profile page. So, like, you would get on, and they would be, like, your top eight friends, and they would be, like, your top eight friends or whatever. And if you were not in somebody's top eight, when they were in your top eight, it was, like, betrayal. Right. (laughs) Cut off. I'm taking you off my top eight. Like, and then, like, if someone did something to you, that was, like, the best way to get back to them. Because I remember this one time. I did this thing to this one girl, and it was messed up. I admit it now. Like, looking back, I shouldn't have done it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was in her top eight. And I remember after it happened, she took me off her top eight, and I was hurt. Like, (laughs) I was like, dang, I really messed up. You know you really messed up something when someone took you out of your top eight. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, so we're going to transfer over, since we're talking about social media, your new favorite thing. TikTok. TikTok. Which I like TikTok too. I do feel too old to be on it sometimes. But especially like the the real emo ones that I like fall across on, like where people are like, eight months ago I was all happy. And (laughs) it's like really like, why why do people get on there and get so sad and depressed? Yeah, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like it might even just be TikTok. I think it's just our generation. Mm -hmm. Like, like having like depression is like a trend. Like mm-hmm. people like and people love to see that. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's like relatable. So it's like yeah, I feel you, girl. Or if it's just like I don't know. Yeah, because every time one comes up and it's like just a girl staring into the camera, just like one tear falling down her face. I'm like, no, like I don't have time for this. Show me a dance challenge. <laughs> Show me you pranking somebody. I do not see you crying one tear. Or like even some of the ones that are like not even necessary. They're just like messed up. Like telling stories of like their life of like abuse and stuff. In I'm childhood? like, yeah. yeah, I'm like this. I mean, yeah, maybe it is something that might actually help somebody down the line. That's why they're doing it. But like it's also like, whoa, like it's a culture a shock a little bit because yeah. it's like I guess maybe in my time, we wouldn't have posted something yeah. so personal like that on I think line. This like it's just it's much more common for people to just be open with stuff like that. And yeah, I don't know if it's just like a relatable thing, like you're saying it, so mm. other people can like. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I do feel this that, is though. just much more open, like with like everything, like even all the different rappers, because I feel like. Some of the rappers that you guys listen to, and I can't even name them because I don't listen to them. I don't know them okay, all either. Yeah, so there's, I mean, there's a few of those, like, those rappers and those, like, those Instagram rappers or whatever, TikTok rap. Like, I feel like a lot of them rap about some, like, real sad and depressing things. Like, the guy who just died from, like, a drug overdose on the airplane. What was his name? Uh, Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. Yes. He, I love Juice World's music. Yeah, his stuff was very, um... Emotional. Yeah. And I know, like, back in my day, I'd probably say, like, Kid Cudi was probably that for a lot of people, too. Like, Kid Cudi kind of had, like, that, what, like, de- like talked about his problems in his songs, and mm-hmm. it, like, helped a lot of people. But he was, like, one of the few people during my time that I feel like that did that kind of music, and now it's, like, all you see, I feel like, a lot of those. Yeah. I think if one thing is, like, mental illness, like. I feel like past generations, like, I know especially, like, mom's mm. generation, it was kind of like a, no, that's not a real thing type mm-hmm. of thing. Your generation, I feel like it opened up more, but our generation, I feel like it's very open up. Yeah, and they're, like, very, very like, much so. Okay to talk about yeah. your problem. Which is good, because, you know, especially in the black community, and especially in black males, like, you know, a lot of, you are raised to 
from a young age thinking that like getting help or going to therapy is like a sign of weakness a sign of weakness or that you're crazy and I remember when I was younger I was going through some emotional turmoils and my mom suggested therapy and I remember turning to her saying like I don't want to go to therapy I'm not crazy like you know Mm -hmm. and thinking that just because you wanted to get help you know, with your, you know, makes you, makes you crazy. And it doesn't, it just makes you, you're just trying to get better, trying to be healthier mentally. Like, you know, just like how you would go to the gym and eat healthy foods to get your body right. You, you should go to a therapist to get your mind right. You know, and nothing wrong with that. And it it is appreciative, but it is also jarring sometimes. It's like, yeah, especially after you just saw somebody like, Oh, yeah. My TikTok is all over the place. I'm <laughs> on all types of different TikToks. Yeah, you just saw somebody like fall down the steps, and the next thing you know, someone's talking about like their childhood abuse, and it's like, oh, okay, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, um, but so yeah, so now also with TikTok, I feel like, which is different from my time when we had Vine. I feel like these TikTok stars are becoming like your generation celebrities. Which wasn't really, like, a thing when I was... Because we had Vine. So, Vine was, like... Vine walked so TikTok could run. Like, it was the same mm-hmm. situation where it was, like, short videos. They were even shorter. I think they were, like, six-second videos. Like, they mm-hmm. were really, really short. And... But they were funny. Like, a lot of them were really funny. Some of the people who were on Vine who became Vine stars later on would go and do yeah, t- like, YouTube uh, or whatever. Like, King the Dolan Twins and King Bash. Um, Logan Paul, like they started on Vine, yeah. so like all of them. Once Vine went away, they went to YouTube, and like now, I guess they they would be considered celebrities. But I feel like it's because not because of Vine, it's because of, of YouTube. YouTube, yeah. And so, but with TikTok, that's not the case. Like these people like, are coming famous for being on TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like TikTok like is probably one of the easiest places to be famous because I don't know what TikTok's algorithm is, but I feel like. You you can get famous off of TikTok mm-hmm. very easily because their algorithm is so good that like your videos will get around to all types mm-hmm. of people. Cause I feel like with uh like Charlie, mm-hmm. like I just remember seeing her all the time on my timeline, and then next thing I know, she's like the most followed person on TikTok. Yeah, and I'm like, and she's like, yeah, she's famous. Like she had a whole Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship. Yeah. The other one, Addison Rae, she's going to be in a movie, and mm. she's, like, best friends with Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah, and, like, they're showing up and, like, just not just not on, like, vlogs, like, entertainment vlogs. They're, like, they're making, like, primetime news, entertainment right. news, and, and then, like, huge magazines and stuff like that. I'm just, like, this is, I mean, Make this is lines. cool. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's definitely a different way to, like, take your, you know, take social media, and it's definitely a sign of the times. Um, it's just, I, I, sometimes I just be like, I, sometimes I don't get it though. Some of the kids, like uh, some, at least the guys and even some of the girls, like, cause I'm not going to lie. And I probably might get hate on this. I don't think that Charlie, Charlie can that. dance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think really any of them can dance. <laughs> you know, there's a few, there's, I mean, the ones that are famous and that obviously there's people on TikTok that can actually dance. But to mm-hmm. me, like, all the arm things that she... And, like, they're, like, stale face. I'm, like... And I'm sure she's very good at her classical stuff. Yeah, like, her actual like training stuff. Dancer. But, like, her... TikTok? TikTok dances. I don't get it. I just, like, she cannot dance yeah, to me. I don't know what it is about Charlie mm. that is just so, like... 
people just love her. I don't know. And I also and I I sub, I'm I follow her channel like I love her, but mm-hmm. I don't like I couldn't tell you why I love mm-hmm. her because she also doesn't seem like. She's not that entertaining. Yeah, thank you. Like, she doesn't seem like she has that much of a personality. She's very quiet mm -hmm. and shy type of person. And even her sister, Dixie, I feel like they're not... They they seem... I mean, maybe that's why people like them, because they seem like normal people, kind of. Like, just like regular people off the street. They're not so exaggerated like a Jeffree Star or James Charles or the Dolan twins or who, you know... Or you, yeah. you know, so they do seem a lot more muted. When they did their whole, like, collab, they did, like, a... It was, like, Charlie, Dixie, James, and Noah Beck, like, mm. other YouTubers or TikTok people. They all did, like, a collab and stuff. And in those videos, I feel like you did see their personalities more. But I feel like, like, just them by themselves is not that entertaining. Mm-hmm. But when they're with a group of people... It's more entertaining. Right. And they're supposed to be getting a reality TV show, which I don't see. I'm like, because they want to be the next Kardashians. That's why I see it. But I'm just like, what are they going to? Kardashians? Yeah, no. What are they going to talk? Because like the Kardashians made their brand of being extra, being extra bougie and all this other stuff. And like, so far, that is not what. Charlie, they're yeah, they're portraying as. So what is going to be their, and they don't even really portray themselves as being like, people in the drama i know lately they have been but that's yeah. just because the internet is crazy and they all they like to they tear down anything. yeah they'll tear down anyone who's at the height of their success but i don't see like i feel like if they do and it starts to be all drama i feel like it's just gonna come off too fake yeah like, the kardashians like, like most of their drama probably is you know staged or whatever mm-hmm. but it's okay because that's how it's always been yeah <laughs> i feel like if they just try to come out with drama it's gonna be like yeah i mean this is the show started because kim had a sex tape so like yeah that there's that like their family was coming in some type of controversy so far besides the whole the, dinner gate whatever you want to call it is. yeah <laughs> they have not been in any serious controversies i mean dixie kind of messed up with the whole dancing to that like video that, like yeah. that was really stupid but yeah they haven't and i don't and then on top of that charlie is young like mm-hmm. she's younger than me mm-hmm. so her being like what drama <laughs> does a 16 year old really have to be in that's like entertaining yeah i mean unless they talk about her career and just her drama like her going through all the ups and downs of Social media, which is, and every time people remind me that she's only like 16 years old, I, that is crazy to me to know that like that many people are looking at her and like having that following at six. I cannot imagine that, like, and that kind of criticism being thrown at you every day. Like, I'm sure, especially there's people who always who talk about her weight, they talk about how she looks all the time. And she's 16 years old. Like, she's that is like the time where like you feel the most insecure in your life and you have. A hundred million people Watching. looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it was especially hard, like, the whole dinner thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was blown out of proportion. Like, it just escalated too much. But at the same time, like, that's kind of, like, what comes with being mm-hmm. famous. Like, you're going to have to deal with the, the drama. Yeah. And I feel like, and this also might be an unpopular opinion, I also feel like James Charles' drama is always, not always, there's some times where he's, like, extra, but no, I didn't, a lot of times I feel like the drama that comes with James Charles is blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Like, people take things out of context, or they really just... And I don't understand why people hate him, and I don't know if it's because... 
He's I think gay and young and famous and has more money James than Charles has two personalities. This is what I came to the conclusion because like <laughs> a lot of like famous like celebrities do not like him. Mm. So I think there's like a camera James Charles <laughs> and I think there's a different James Charles that like it just has to be off. Like that would be the only reason why people just like hate him mm-hmm. the way they do. I feel like he's just he's two different people. And the James Charles we see is the James Charles we like. Yeah. The James Charles behind camera is a different James Charles that must be doing something he ain't got no business doing. I mean, it... Because I don't... I don't... Like, based off what I see on camera, like, I don't know what he could have did so bad that people hate him the way they do. I don't know. Because, yeah, like you said, like, there's... Like, he did a video recently where he, like, talked about, like, his controversies. And some of the things that he brought up, I was like, dang, people got mad at him about that. (laughs) And also, I feel like this, like, it is my generation. They get so, they're so sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like The cancel culture. Yes, I hate the cancel culture. Because they try to cancel, like, literally, you could be like, my favorite color is red. And then there's going to be a whole people who are like. So you just don't care about the other colors and are going to try to cancel you. Like, mm-hmm. they will cancel you for any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it only lasts for like a week before right. someone else is getting canceled and you have all your stuff back. Yeah. So. it's And my thing is, it's like, you can't expect people to um, change or the world to change or the world to get better if you can never let people learn. learn. Like, you know, like with Shane Dawson... Yes, we I, like Shane Dawson yes, over we here. Do. <laughs> I feel like, yes, in the past he has made controversial things that he shouldn't have admitted and that he was even defending at one point. But in the years that he's that's happened, like this happened 10, 8 years ago, he's stopped making those videos. He's apologized for making those videos. Like every two or three years they bring it back up and he has to go through the whole motions and apologize and defend himself and, you know, and go through all these things again. And it's just like, with the same with racism. If you don't if if you want people to not be racist anymore, you have to teach them. Then they have to learn. They have to be willing to learn. They have to be willing to apologize. They have to be willing to make the action step forwards to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they do those things, you cannot keep coming back ten, five years, you know, whatever, bringing up their past about how they used to how they were racist when they have done step to step every step of the way to try to change and try to be open-minded and be a different person like then what's the point like what's the point of people changing if you're gonna always always bring up their past exactly and yeah with Shane Dawson I feel like he I mean even when like the whole George Floyd stuff and all that happened he was like posting like Mm -hmm. okay this is where you can donate this is this this is this and I'm like Obviously, he's changed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and he said before, back then he was dumb, he was stupid, he was young. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's changed and he's not like that anymore. Right. So why keep canceling him? Why keep bringing it up? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, then it's kind of like people are going to be like, well, what's the point of changing yeah. if nobody's going to accept that right. change? Yeah. Yeah. So with that, like, I don't know. I just feel like yeah. they're always yeah. How do you expect the world to change if? You don't accept them. them. Yeah. Except that they've changed. Yeah. Like, Why do you, you keep guys bringing want up... him to be this bad yeah. person? Yeah. And that's what sucks. And I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know when that shift changed of just being so, you know, politically correct. I don't find nothing wrong with being politically correct. I think people should be, but like, there's, I just gone overboard to me. Like, I don't find anything wrong with like, 
being respectful, even if you don't 100% agree with it, it does not hurt you to be respectful to another person and address them or not say things the way, you know, that, that would offend them. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. But then there's sometimes it's just like, oh, my God. Like, is it really, is it really that deep, though? Exactly. Like, come on, guys. So, it is. It, it is what it is. But, anyways, TikTok stars. I, we come back around. When we <laughs> talked about all now from TikTok to YouTube to everything. But, um, so, yeah. So, TikTok stars are becoming the new celebrity. The new, like, heartthrobs. Like, it's crazy. It's something I've never seen before. But, I mean, it's cool, though. I mean, even I now. I get on TikTok. And if I get a thousand views on a video, I'm like, I'm about to be famous. Yeah. Because that's, that's how easy like, it is. TikTok is a great You just place need one be. viral video. Yeah. If you're trying to become famous on TikTok, like, it's a great place to be yeah. famous. Yeah. It's a great. Yeah. Because everyone's on TikTok right now. Yeah. And then once you do that one viral video, you don't even have to really keep it up. You could just do keep, keep doing whatever videos and people are going to keep coming back to you because they saw that one viral video. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, okay, let's say someone's video pops up. I like that video. The next couple of weeks, I will see another video from them. Yeah. Even if it's not even related to the video mm-hmm. I saw before, it will pop back up. So now you're just kind of in the algorithm. You're going to yeah. just keep showing up. You know, that's what's up, though. I mean, yeah. Now we're going to just go and move on to our next thing, which is hot topics. What's going on in the celebrity world? Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay, let's just do hot topics. I love entertainment. I'm very much into pop culture. I mean, even yes. all, like, even my I pop love culture. Yeah. <laughs> I get invested, like, it's my life. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, when I, I'll get into it and talk to someone about it all day. So that's why we thought about, like, hey, let's talk about what we love. This is part of what the podcast is going to be about. And so, yeah, let's go talk about our hot topics. So our first story, Cardi B laces hubby offset with insanely expensive Lambo for his birthday after asking party guests not to record belly-themed bash. So Cardi B... Um, throws her husband offset a birthday party for his 29th birthday, and she asked people not to record or take any pictures during the event. And I'm wondering, it's because she doesn't want to get shamed for having because a party it's a during, pandemic, which you know, if you have to ask people not to take videos and pictures of an event because it's a pandemic, maybe you should, you know, not be doing not it. have a party during a pandemic, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. She already did it, but. So she bought her husband offset a brand new and excuse me, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong because I know nothing about cars. A 2020 Lamborghini Avidentor SVJ 63 Roadster, which cost $600,000. That is more than a house. <laughs> like that's like a mini mansion on, on wheels, basically. Um, at least in Georgia. Anyways, <laughs> Um, according to TMZ, the SVJ stands for Super Volus Joda, which, okay, I feel better. It's Italian, which is super fast in Italian. So I'm sorry, anybody who speaks Italian, I probably killed that. But, (laughs) and the 63 is the amount of a Lambo of this model made. So So that's only 63 of them? 
I guess so. So he's only, yeah, so there's only 63 of those that he has. And she bought that for him. The man who has cheated, cheated on, on her you. multiple times. <laughs> she has um, almost divorced this man two times. <laughs> and she buys him a super rare Lambo for his birthday during a pandemic. Um, of course, you know, she got on like social media and about about it because people were coming coming for her about buying him these expensive gifts and she tweeted that you know it don't be working like that ladies you gotta at least give one gift a year you have in words playing bills shopping for you expensive birkins diamonds cars like it's only right plus i always go crazy with gifts which is fine my thing about it is he's cheated on you two times. <laughs> he should be buying you all of that stuff. And also with celebrities, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not a celebrity. I don't have that money, so I don't understand it. But for me, it's like, if I have all this money for my birthday, I wouldn't want a car or something that I could personally mm. just go out and get mm. myself. I would want people to give me nice, sentimental gifts yeah. that actually mean something. Like, a car, I can go buy this car myself. Right. And on top of that, she spent all this money on a man that cheated on her. And on top of that, they had this big party during a pandemic. And I'm just like, it was his 29th birthday. Like, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like, like a, mi- a yeah. milestone birthday. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they could have sat this one out. <laughs> and I feel the same way about Lil Wayne's daughter. It was like her 22nd birthday, like... She could have sat that one out. She yeah. didn't have to have such a big party. People, I mean, they're just so privileged. And it's like, I, I just pray that nobody in their family or anybody that's around those parties get dies because of this. Because then I feel like they would feel so bad. Like, like was the party really yeah, worth where, it? Like, even though, like, the, like the, they say, the, you know, the statistic of you dying from COVID is low, there's still a chance that it doesn't. And the people, and the government is telling you guys not to do this. Like, you know, And then don't, it's like, your celebrities, like, whether you like it or not, you're a public image. People follow after mm-hmm. you. So if you're out here being careless and not caring, then... People are going to not right. care. Right. And according to this article that I found, um, you know, they even though they asked people not to record, of course, a few videos popped up, a few photos popped up, and it doesn't appear that a lot of people were wearing masks and social distancing was not really happening. So there's that. And, uh, and they have, like, kids and stuff, even though I heard, is it, like, true that kids can't get COVID? No, it, kids can get COVID. It just, they can't get it as bad so like if they do get it it's not gonna be like life threatening Mm -hmm. most likely um but they can spread it they can get it they most likely will be more like asymptomatic but they can spread it to other people and that's the thing like they could spread it to someone who is vulnerable and then also another thing about cardi b that i feel like is she is so like claims to be into politics and stuff like that yeah so i'm like how are you gonna be trying to you know, support Joe Biden and do all of this, and then you're not even listening right. to his recommendations of yeah. not throwing big parties. Yeah, it's it's very hypo, um, hypocritical of her, yeah. um, to say the least. Okay, so next story we have is I don't know if you I don't really know this basketball player, but I know Larsa Pippen, and she's just messy, and so I just like to read stuff about her. Mary Malik. Beasley still loving up on Larson Pippen in public after he allegedly kicked a strange wife and son out of their family home. So, Wait, Malik, let me see the picture. So this is him. 
Okay. Yes. And Larsa Pimpin actually looks a lot like his current wife, um, which I forget her name right now. But basically, the story is about NBA player Malik Bilsey. He was found cozying up to Larsa Pippen, who was the strange wife of Scottie Pippen, the, you know, legendary basketball player. And the thing is, is that, um, you know, Malik is married <laughs> with a new, like a fairly new child um, with his wife. Um, I think her name is Montana Yo or Yao, and she found out that he was cheating on her just like everybody else online. <laughs> she found wow. out at the same time. And this, the thing is, is that like Larsa Pippen has been kind of known as being lately, mm, no, <laughs> not the. <laughs> most loyal person uh the reason why she's a stranger has been scotty pippen is because there's been rumors that she had cheated on him with future mm. and so they are not officially divorced so she's seeing this man who's also technically who's also married and when she's technically not divorced yet either she's just separated um but apparently after malik was found the pictures were seen with malik and larsa his wife montana filed for divorce right after that and now it's coming out that it looks like he told her that he she needs to bounce. So wow. um, the mother, his child, like I said, they've had a child not too long ago. And she told her that she had, I think, 10 days to leave the their house. Um, so, yeah, he like evicted. It's weird because you're. Yeah, here we go. So Montana hopped on social media. She said we were told to leave our family home 10 days ago. So I'm sorry. He, he told her 10 days ago to leave the house. And she, I guess she just hasn't yet. But that's crazy. So you're going to cheat on me <laughs> and then kick me out my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's trash. Um, Lars is trash because, you know, bringing it back. Larsa used to be, you know, close friends with the Kardashians. Um, I think mm-hmm. in particular, uh, Courtney. Uh, I think she was really close to Courtney. Um, but when the whole Jordan Wood thing happened, of course she was, Larsa just felt to like her, felt to insert herself in the drama and went off and was talking about Jordan and all sort of other stuff. But then it came out that like, she was ma- also, yeah, messing, messing with, with Tristan. Tristan. And I was just like, Tristan this is trash. Yeah. <laughs> this woman <laughs> is trash too. And so, of course, now she's not really close with the Kardashians, which she deserves because, and she really should have gotten a lot more hate for what she did because she's such a not nice person. And her son is young. He's in college. And so, of course, I'm sure he's getting the brunt of it. He's trying to become an NBA player himself. And I'm sure, I don't even know what they're probably saying in the locker room, but like, or, or on the court. That's probably oh, the trash talking. Yeah, it's probably. His going mom crazy is probably be called all types of names. <laughs> One thing about the Kardashians is they are quick to stop being friends with someone. They don't care how close you guys were. If you like threaten their image, yeah. they will cut you off. They really are. Like, the fact that. And, like, Kylie with with Jordan. And then, like, she started... And I don't even know if she started hanging out with... Uh, was it Anastasia or Stassi? She goes by mm-hmm. Stassi, I think. Like, I don't know if she was already hanging out with her. But I swear it seemed like she did not, like... Miss a B. Miss a B. As soon as Jordan was out, all of a sudden, she was replaced with Stassi in all her photos. Yeah. And, and... But I'm just like, I don't know. 
the way I feel like Kylie and Jordan were friends, though, I feel like there has to be, Great. like, a part of her that misses her, like, wants her back in her life. But ever since that happened, like, I see Jordan on Instagram. She's she's, she's been great. Yeah, I mean, she kind of, it kind of let her break out of her own... Out of Kylie's shadow. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't definitely, probably not something that she would endorse and do again, but it definitely gave her her own, like, something, something her own and platform. Then, Kardashians, you love them and you hate them. Yeah, sometimes they're so entertaining. You just love them, but... and then sometimes you're like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> right? Yeah. So, third story we have is Vanessa Bryant says her mom's frivolous and embarrassing lawsuit is trying to extort her for money. So, Vanessa Bryant, who is the widow of Kobe Bryant's mother, is suing her for what she says unpaid wages for being in a personal assistant slash nanny and um you know of course Vanessa is just like is saying that it's ridiculous and she's just trying to get a come up from and benefit off of Kobe's um death according to um her mother um she worked as a nanny and a personal assistant to the Bryant family and she wants to be compensated for it and in the lawsuit she noted that Kobe's death he had promised to take care of her for the rest of her life, but because he died, none of the official paperwork got, you know, pushed through. And Vanessa has been trying to make sure that these promises are not being made. And of course, Vanessa is saying that this is not true. And which is crazy because, you know, back in September, she did make the, the claim that Vanessa kicked her out of the home and took away her cars. And it's just like, I, it's so dirty yes it's and just dirty. not classy that all like your daughter is just lost her husband not and even her child right it hasn't even it's not having been in a year yet it's only been what nine months ten months yeah. and you are trying to extort money like i don't understand why though like i just that's the part i don't get like if you if she's taking care of you you've been living at her house what more do you want her to literally write you a check i don't understand like I don't know. And I follow uh, Vanessa Bryant on Instagram and she made like a whole statement mm-hmm. about this. And basically she was saying that like her mom is trying to say she was a nanny. And she was saying that, you know, Vanessa was a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. So majority of the time she had her own kids mm-hmm. and a couple of times here and there her mom would watch. But I mean, like, isn't that like kind of your grandma duty yeah. to watch the kids? Like, right. And you don't always ex- like when people you- leave their children with other people unless it's set up right hey i'm gonna pay you i'm gonna pay you or they are you know you're not really expecting to pay them back you know pay them for the time watching your own grandkids yeah (laughs) what like i can understand if that's like a cousin or something like that but your own grandkids like why are you expecting money when your daughter already basically provides right. for your whole your life. Your payment is this house that you're living in right now. The food she gives you. Because she doesn't have to do that. Yeah, she doesn't. Like, this is... Because, I mean, this isn't the money that Vanessa... I mean, it is the money that she helped her husband support. She supported her husband with to get the money. But this is her husband's money, money. And she's still trying to provide for provide you. For and you. on top of that she has to provide for her kids now because her husband isn't there mm-hmm. so i'm sure i'm sure she's set for life but i'm sure you know that money he was bringing in it's not coming in no mm-hmm. more so she has to provide for you and her own kids and i don't understand and it's just like really kind of wicked because you're her at the end of the day like this isn't like her homegirl or like you said a cousin or a, a, a third cousin this is your mom 
and your mom is treating you like this during the the hardest time of your life it's like really kind of wicked and a little and evil like i I just don't think that's right like you shouldn't she has no it's like she has no sympathy for the situation and it's not even like you know vanessa just lost somebody you also Mm -hmm. lost your granddaughter right you lost your son-in-law like at if this is how you feel you do feel like you deserve money I just feel like this is definitely not the right time mm-hmm. to be asking for money. Yeah. And then give it some time to breathe. Right. And right. just live cushion your little life. The things that she's giving you already. Like, why do you have to be extra and get things extra right now? Like, this is not the time. We're in a pandemic. Her husband died. Her child died. She, You don't, don't need to add any more stress yeah. to that woman's life right now. And just, like... And if anything, now, if this lawsuit, like, she doesn't win or whatever... Like, you probably just ruined yourself because right. I know I would be like, you got to go. Like, yeah. you got to figure it out on your yeah. own. Yeah, like, why are you risking losing everything yes. just for some extra money? Right. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, when you're already being provided for it. It's so weird. But, I don't know. And it's it- just sad. I feel so bad for Vanessa because she's just, like, a lot of stuff is hitting her at one time mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And she doesn't need to deal with. Her mother, right? Yeah, like, like that's the, the person that's supposed to be supporting right. you the that's most. The last person time. you would think that would give you stress right now is is your is your mom. So yeah, it's that's really it's really really sad and it, it's heartbreaking. And I just you know I pray for that family and hope that things turn around for them in some way. Like I know it's not going to be like that. It's not going to right away because like that kind of loss is. It's been, ugh, that every time I think about it, I get sad all mm-hmm. over again. Like. Losing your husband, I feel like, is one thing. But to lose your child as well, that's Mm. different. Yeah. it's And for her to be so young and so promising, and it's just... Yeah. And how long they've been together. Mm -hmm. And it's just... She's she's supporting for everything, Yeah, she's supported him even through his little troubles that he went through and stuff like that. And... uh, Yeah. She definitely is something that she does not deserve right now, is her mom being a... B word to her, Basically, you know. Yeah. So, but anyways, guys, I think that's gonna wrap up our hot topics today. Um, leave in the comments what you guys think. Like, do you guys have any opinions about Vanessa and her her mother, or about Malik Beasley and Larsa Pimpin? Let us know. We want to interact with you guys. We want to see what you guys think. You know, yeah. tell us what you want to talk about next time. If there's any um, hot topics or a particular story that she saw, we want to talk about it and just discuss everything because like i said we love pop culture and this is what you know part of our our, our um, podcast is going to be about but i think actually we're coming up to our time it's about time that we go ahead and wrap this up yeah. we finished our first episode how do you feel destiny i feel much more calm than i did when yeah we first starting it definitely was a struggle the first time we definitely had to stop and <laughs> reset <Hey>. ourselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, this was fun though. I'm excited to do this and hopefully we get some listeners. Yeah. You know, hopefully I'm at least we know our mom will listen. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of, I feel like we're pretty entertaining people. But yeah. We'll see what happens. We have yeah. more episodes coming, more ideas coming. Yeah. So. We're, we're hoping to post every Sunday. Um, and if you guys like the show, don't forget to comment um, give us five stars. They really help us out. It's going to get peop- other people to find us if you give us five stars. Um, so, yeah, this is awesome. We can't wait to do it again. Can't wait to interact with you guys. And I guess that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.